In a world where you have to worry about neo-Nazis moving into your quiet rural neighborhood, um, let's get back to the uh, normality of weird and less racist version of weird. But we're still going to talk about Nazis. Today. Yeah, we're going to talk about these dumb fucks. Yeah. So here on Strange Shenanigans, we like to talk about everything weird. Normally it's aliens. Normally it's Bigfoot. We haven't talked about Nessie for a while, but we talked about right? Champ. What's unfortunate is we cannot confirm all any of those things exist. We can confirm that neo-Nazis still exist. Exactly. So this is the first thing for Strange Shenanigans, talking about something that can be confirmed. Unless it's weird history. Go back and listen to my awesome episode about the Princess of Maine. She's from France, and her story was really weird. Was really <laughs> but no, today it's unfortunately Nazis. Okay, so we're going to jump right into it here. I'm Stan. I'm Ashley. And this is Strange Shenanigans. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so today, unfortunately, we're talking about the biggest shenanigan of all, which is the modern day Nazi. Well, I just, I have trouble comprehending that it's still a thing. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Like, just how? Right. Why? I don't know. I'm sure after we post this on Twitter, plenty of people are going to tell me why and how. And unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, for the pro-Nazi side. I don't know. I think people people have <laughs> muddled the term so much to this yeah, point. Yeah, that too. That they've really, they've really given the people who are actually literally claim self-proclaimed nazis leeway to blend in with other groups that have nothing to do with being a nazi right because every every political party likes to call each other a nazi no matter what it is yeah we just throw it around like it's term they it really mean do anything. they're like they're like chocolate yeah. milk they're nazis they like apples they must be nazis so like it's, I, it's crazy at this point with, with this being in our local sphere i got so enraged that i'm working on a newspaper article right now because that's the uh, time frame that we live in in Northern Maine. <laughs> it really that people is. still read the newspaper. But uh, I looked Shout it up. Shout out to the Lincoln News. 552,117 American service members lost their lives in the quest to murder and eradicate Nazis. Stop calling the people you dislike Nazis. If there are people who want to be Nazis claiming they are Nazis... Those are the people we should be focusing on. Exactly. Not your petty differences where you can just throw nope. out terms. When there are literal, real, self-proclaimed fascist Nazis still yep. living in the United States. And that should be the biggest concern of all. You'd think. You would think. So take it away. The fact that there are still Nazis in this day and age. I don't know if aliens will be listening to this in the future, but right now it is August of 2023. And yes, yes there are still Nazis. <laughs> Completely baffles me. But what baffles me even more is that they are among us every single day. And somehow we are accepting it. This topic hits a little close to home. Literally. Like 20 miles, if that from home. Not even. So this is something I want to talk about for a while, isn't it? Since yeah. I learned this guy existed. Yep. Yeah. And you, you kind of were like, we'll talk about it. No, we won't. Well, and now it's just kind of like blown up. Again, yeah. though. Again, yeah. He, he, the, so he's, they, he's been in the headlines a lot. Yeah, this lately. guy, he's been in the headlines a lot since 2020, more before then. 
So he goes in these spurts because as news outlets do, once somebody does a story, everybody else has to do the story yeah. and it kind of implodes. Well, becoming his unreluctant, not very distant neighbors, apparently. Oh, I, I was I was concerned, you know, because the guy has a history of extremism and violence. Yes, he does. So oh, I figured it probably, at first I was like, maybe we shouldn't call this out with it literally being this close to us, being that we have kids and all. But at this point, I'm kind of like, fuck it. This guy needs to be torched everywhere. On every possible medium, to his face, publicly, all the time. Oh, because it's just, we, we need to stop accepting it. We need to stop we do. being like, yeah, it's fine. It's, our, our, honestly, my grandfather doesn't have a, didn't have a, get buried with a steel plate in his fucking head so that some, you know, shaved head douchebag with too many neck tattoos can roll around and call himself a fucking Nazi nope. and mm-hmm. wave the third right flag around fucking 10 miles from my home. Absolutely. Nope. So uh, right next door in Springfield, Maine, that is Northern Maine. I know most of our listeners aren't even in Maine. Yep. So, but, uh, so Springfield, Maine is, what's the biggest, I guess the biggest city that Springfield is. Is Lincoln. Is Lincoln. Where uh, our... Uh, show Strange Shenanigans is brought to you from. Exactly. And then I guess the closest city to Lincoln is Bangor, Maine, because everybody's going to be like, what's Lincoln? Yeah, exactly. So Bangor, Maine, Orono, Maine, University of Maine, those are the closest actual things you have heard of close to Springfield, Maine. Yeah. Um, and there's a Nazi compound currently underway and successfully underway. Uh, a non-local of Maine, and you know how Mainers tend to be about non-locals. Right. <laughs> We're really bad. I apologize, guys. But it. this, apparently we've been, I don't know. I don't know how we've handled this. Um, I'm going to mispronounce his name, so I apologize. But a non-locals of Maine, they go by the names of Christopher Polos. Polhouse. Polhouse. And Fred Ramey. They've apparently become fans of our former affordable land, which used to be wicked affordable. And they have been buying up what they can of the woods of Springfield, Maine, building a white-only compound because it's, I don't even say, I don't even know what year it is. Because this is particularly area of Maine has a strong history of not being white-only. Yeah, but but it, it, I, re- I read his, his statement on the fact, claiming that, oh, as it... Uh, you you say that I'm going to be unwelcome, but all the people of Lincoln already know who I am, and Springfield know who I am. I walk amongst them; they don't have a problem with me. Everybody wants to fucking kill you, bud. <laughs> Every minute of the day, you know that what keeps us from murdering you—the fact that we have kids and wives, and we have to go to our jobs and support them, and can't sit around playing fucking dungeon master in our stupid compound. So this is a topic stands super duper passionate on since I brought it up. So I hope this this is gonna make for a good show, right? Right. You're getting all riled I'm up over there. I'm already mad. So okay, so these gentlemen have uh, moved up to Springfield and are uh, they're uh, building their white only compound. Um, I don't know this whole area. The whole area we're in has a very strong history, proud history of not doing things like this. Yep. You know, we have a strong Civil War history. We have a fascinating Civil War history. We'll mm-hmm. we'll do that one week. Because that's it's it's, it's pretty fascinating. Um, so this is a huge unfortunate 
horrible thing. So Christopher, he's not a man in hiding. You know, lots of neo-Nazis are still in hiding. Don't worry, everybody else he's associated wears a mask. Yep, like they do. Bitch, One Google search and you can find them all over the place like I did. I was incredibly overwhelmed by the amount of information. Local news has done a great job trying to keep his name in the news. And he has given himself the nickname, The Hammer. Oh, the hammer. Right. He leads right. a group that calls themselves uh, the Blood Tribe. Sure. Which is on track to own over 100 acres of land in Springfield, which is an absolutely beautiful town. So please do not hold this against them. They are right. not a tourist town. They are a small local mom and pop. They literally still have a general store. That's about the town. only thing in the town. Yeah. Aside from people who own farms and off-the-grid cattle. Right, it's beautiful there. have no association or kindness for this dickhole. So he has made his living from podcasts that clearly aren't as good as Strange Nannies. Right, obviously. <laughs> and selling white supremacy merchandise, because somehow that's, I don't, that's a thing. Um, you can't find it on Amazon, so. Thank God. <laughs> his group is easily recognized during anti-LGBTQ protests by their red and black clothing, and always saying and chanting, there will be blood. Oh. When announcing his excitement, unfortunately, to move to Maine, he said, there will likely not be another chance in my lifetime to fight alongside other NS men against a multi-ethnic invading empire to defend an almost all-white nation. Direct quote from our neighbor, Chris. Chris Poolhouse. Yes. Um, okay. So he claims everyone knows him in Springfield, but... I knew of him only because I know somebody who knows him, but I actually didn't really know he existed. So I don't know. All your efforts aren't working because I know everybody right. in no. the area. Nobody knows more people than me. Um, and he claims everyone in Springfield and all the surrounding towns know him and that they don't care he is there. But if you actually decide to Google Chris and read actual local news, he's all over the place on national news, but he's on Bangor Daily, has interviewed people. You may... Uh, um, the main wire, NPR, every, everything, the main calling, everyone's, WGME, everyone's done him. Um, in every single article you read about him, there are people at every single one saying the exact opposite. And about 50-50, half of them will say their names, the other half won't because they always say every time they're worried about him. I don't know. Um, they're concerned and they're not really sure what to do about it. I mean, I, I could give you some ideas. I mean, there's only 500 citizens <laughs> That's of also true. I think that's 500 during the uh, hunting season. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's during peak <laughs> recreational season. That's like, not year-round. There's round. like 400 people there. Um, but they've already been allowed to buy 100-plus acres of land there, so it's getting out of control. And that's what he claims that they have so far. Yeah. It could still be the 10, 20 acres they have, but if you look it up on Google Maps, a lot more than 10 acres have I been I also cleared. would not be surprised that he's boosting every number. There's oh, no well, way he has any real community there. The the pictures of, of him and Ramsey, it's them and like three fucking dudes. Yeah, the, it's like, that's, sure, that's there's what you your have compound. to do for movements like these. You know, you have to overzealous it because if not, you're not legitimate and you won't stay in the headlines. Because these groups, they want to stay in yeah, the headlines. They want they to cause controversy. Want... They want to pull attention from disaffected youth. Yep. So watch your kids in the area. Oh, watch those kids. That, that social who, media that's who is he's so for. dangerous. It really is. <laughs> this guy is a 
such a badass because before his blitz is going on right now with his that's um all because he's finally did an interview with uh some social media platform the telegraph so that's why he's in the news again the last time he was in the news was in the bangor daily news which was on july 28 2023 last month and he was being banned from the bangor planet fitness <laughs> so this is the last time he was in the news. Apparently, Planet Fitness has has a new addition to the uh, the the no lunks and no noises policy. Also, no filthy skinheads. And that's exactly what it is. He was banned from Planet Fitness because of inappropriate clothing. The Bangor Daily said Planet Fitness did not state what he was wearing, but we can all speculate wildly what it obviously right. was. He was also asked to leave our local Lincoln pub, Foresters, for disrupting and yelling at people. And he was also asked to leave a local gym in the Springfield area. I didn't know there were gyms in Springfield. But Where they have a bunch of logs to lift. <laughs> but none, I mean, doesn't sound very welcoming to Right, me. yeah. Uh, Foresters is the one large restaurant we have in Lincoln. So if you've been banned from there, you've essentially been banned from and Lincoln. if you were banned there for yelling, I, I love Foresters. I'm not dissing Foresters ever. Please go and get some nachos there. But it is right. so... Loud. Yeah, can you imagine how loud like, you have to be to get banned from, from, from a northern be? main bar? It is so loud that you and I have to sit next to each other because it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, most recently, though, I only know about Chris because I spoke with somebody who knows him. I see her quite a bit. And they claim he's a nice enough guy and he just wants to be left alone. In this conversation, she literally rolled her eyes and said, people just won't leave him alone. Oh. Um, I wonder why. Right? I think there's a good friggin' reason. <laughs> I mean, this whole concept is crazy to me. And the source even reported that the neo-Nazi group has had people of different races support them before. And everyone is just misunderstanding it. We're misunderstanding the white power movement? The white power movement that he is on. Every social media, every platform talking about, every podcast he can get his hands on, he associates as himself and tattoos fellow members of the neo-Nazi movement. I mean, what are we possibly misunderstanding Right. when he openly says that he only likes white people? Like, what are we possibly misunderstanding No, it's here? not that he only likes white people. His blood tribe, yeah. blood tribe wants everybody who's not white not to exist. So how misunderstanding this right. really nice guy and if we are misunderstanding all of this he's not doing anything to to say that he's literally doing everything to say that we no we're completely understanding this yeah and these things should not exist anymore but his partner fred who um name is on all of the the deeds oh. you can search it right on penobscot deeds so his partner fred he's weird He's most known, if you Google him, for his friendship with Chris. Every If you see Chris, if you see Fred's name, Chris is attached to him. And the commercial he did with, recently did, with Democrat Andrew Yang. Oh, that's nice. He clearly isn't hiding either because he isn't like the total face of this movement like Chris is. But everything that his name is attached to is right after anything by Chris. And Chris clearly isn't afraid of talking. But Fred is the one that has all the Twitter followers, if that means anything, because it's not anything at all. Yeah. And all he tweets about is stocks and cryptocurrencies. 
He's the main signature on all the property sales for the Blood Tribe Conference. Well, that's the the stocks and cryptocurrencies is where the they get only their bank. Way they get their money because douchebags out there in the world are turning over money in cryptocurrency and stocks to these yep. disgusting animals. And you know what? I hope everybody figures out who you are so that you can be just as much publicly shamed as this piece of shit pool house. Which I'm about to do right now. Have so at it. Who is exactly selling the land to these modern-day Nazis? In Maine, it's public record, PenobscotDeeds.com. And according to these records, it is First Choice Real Estate in S.A. Walker, Inc. At this rate... They, if they are owning what they are claiming or if it's still the 20 acres, but they will own all of Moore's Road and Bottle Lake Road in Springfield. What started out as 10 to 20 acres, they claim has grown to 100 acres. Unfortunately, I could not find any claim to that, but if they have the 400 members they claim they do, who knows what other names they could be under. Again, these are all claims. Unfortunately, the more I research Fred and Chris, the more I have seen more locals' names intentionally or unintentionally attached to this Nazi group. And that's pretty upsetting in this small area. So I am obviously going to call out first choice real estate because there's no way you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, he's, but he's, been, of people he's that been in the news for the past couple years, years. Yeah, raising exactly. problems but, and at vehemently claiming from his own mouth to be a Nazi. And and to move here. So he planned to move from Texas to Maine and well he's done it. Um apparently the uh, biggest point of Maine is the land to build a base. While they're waiting to build a base, they are hosting white supremacy spiritual witch rituals on the land that they have bought in Springfield. And these guys are apparently rolling in it because they travel everywhere to ruin people's lives and hold protests. In early May, the group Chris and Fred residing in Maine went to Ohio and started a protest over a drag brunch that they obviously weren't invited to. They came with microphones and swastikas in tow. Everyone who protested covered the face except for Chris, who loves the attention of being the poster boy for the cause. During the Ohio protest, they were even doing Nazi salutes. In the previous month of March, they, these guys also had enough money to go to Ohio before and crash another drag queen event. And at both events, there was only one person with them who was armed clearly for the intimidation purpose. A few months ago, these guys somehow had enough money to go to Wisconsin and crash a pride parade. And not long after, they went to Florida to hold another protest and got in it virally with the local sheriff. Just two days ago, on August 12th, there was a neo-Nazi rally in our state capital of Augusta. The news wanted to report on it, but they unfortunately couldn't really say much, because somehow it was a peaceful protest of only 25 people. <laughs> 25? Well, it's nice that barely 25 people I thought they had 400, Ashley. <laughs> showed up. I think that's 25 too many. And it's crazy that somehow the news reported it as a peaceful protest, but apparently the protest was simply... That they're here, like an announcement, and literally nothing else <laughs> all, came of it. All 25 of them, folks. So, uh, yeah. Um, Chris just sent us a four-month trip where he stated all over his weird social media channels that he uses that he drove 10,000 miles to recruit new members. Must be nice to be able to afford that kind of gas. 
and to tattoo new members because nothing says solidarity like couch tattoos. Well, that that that's how you. That's br- the only way to get it. <laughs> that that's how you manipulate and. He's melting his cones. Brainwash people into things. Um, he claims while he was gone, the FBI visited his land in Springfield. Good. The state police have said all over in every news article that they are aware of the Nazi compound, but not once has the FBI claimed that they were investigating the compound. And the same thing, the state police have said the same thing, that they have not been or investigated the compound. So it's unclear who is lying or who's covering stuff up. I'm hoping the FBI is covering it up personally, and we see in a couple weeks something come out of this. But anyway, and the Blood Tribe has friends because what's a neo-Nazi group without friends? They work very closely with the other well-known modern-day Nazi group, um, Goyam Defense League. They're known as GDL, so I don't care that I'm mispronouncing it. Because somehow we live in a time with her options to be modern-day Nazis or neo-Nazis. GDL, they protest in Hawaiian shirts. Or its own leader, Joe Minadio, sure, will dress in drag. You may know the name Joe Minadio because his group actively looks for children to groom for his neo-Nazi cause. And has been featured all over the news outlets, including the Rolling Stone magazine. He searches out white children online, online only parents, so watch your phones. No joke here. And convinces them to act out Nazi hand gestures and pass out propaganda to fellow white students. If he encounters a student that isn't white on his social media page, he says horrible things to them. He calls them names, he tells them to go into ovens. It's disgusting. He's taking a page right out of the Hitler and Nazi youth organizations. His actions are despicable and disgusting. So you're going to have to research it on your own or go to the rollingstone.com yourself because I became so upset and disgusted. I had to stop reading it and I wasn't going to talk about it anymore. This human is so disgusting that the fact that anyone associated with him automatically makes them despicable. According to Vice.com, the Blood Brothers and GDL together have raised over $3,000 as of August 10th to have what they want and which is a huge rally in Florida. Back to Maine. Because that's where we are. These Nazis seem to make all their money by cryptocurrency donations from fellow Nazi groups, cryptocurrency bots, or anonymous donors. So if you want to look up who's sending the money, all you're going to get out of them are people who are already, you know, self-proclaimed neo-Nazis. And then the people who don't want to be self-proclaimed are either doing it via bot or anonymously. Kind of makes you wonder what big wigs could be behind this with all the money they clearly are generating. That combined with Chris's podcast and merchandise profits, plus what Fred used to run, which was his company called White Working Class Consulting, LLC, which was based in Wyoming and did, well, it didn't do anything. It did nothing. Yeah. It was registered in Wyoming under um, wyo.gov, White Working Class Consulting. They claimed they were a limited liability company. They were delinquent in taxes. They were registered on June 13th last year, 2022, and they went inactive just a couple days ago, August 9th, 2023. And did nothing. Literally nothing was listed on what they did. Delinquent in taxes. I thought Nazis and fascists love taxes. <laughs> right? They're delinquent in their taxes. Right? 
Chris also coordinated a nationwide racist counter-protest on the anniversary of George Floyd's death and explained to his followers how to dismantle the food supply chain through sniper attacks on truckers. Which is ironic because his partner, Fred over there, is a trucker. So... He also said in the social media videos that they are collecting weapons and supplies for a race war. They have cleared much of their Springfield land. They have physical workouts, drills, and weapon trainings. Sure they do. Apparently he has been a part of or helped establish small compounds just like these in other states across the country. So he claims they're not the ones in the news though. Why you see Chris over anyone all over social media is really because if you see these kind of groups, there always needs to be some kind of leader, a spokesperson. And Chris's a Hitler. A Hitler. And Chris's look and voice and outrages are the stereotypical fitting of the bill. And his dead friggin' shark eyes. He looks and sounds like something right out of a movie. I mean, if you've seen any modern day movie about white supremacy or Nazis, there you go. He's right there. Like, he's the poster child. Uh, he needs to be in the middle and make noise because his words, his plan is what we want to do is maximize aggression, the noise, the volume, while also maximizing safety. And that's another reason why we don't want to engage with any sort of other activism other than in person at our enemy's events. We go to the enemy, scream at them, them give them PTSD and leave. Okay. And those are the words right out of our apparently friendly so, neighborhood so what, guy. So what happens when, you know, say a group of young Maine veterans collects and organizes themselves to bring it to the front door of his fucking compound? Is, is he not going to engage there? Because he claims it. I mean. He needs to maximize safety. It's not going to be safe for him there very long. I guarantee it. He is enraged and upset an entire community in a state with the highest amount of ser- former service members yep. while corrupting the name of the friggin' Marine Corps. It's He touts that he was a former yeah. Marine when he has not he does not deserve, he has no honor, he's got no oh, quality of being to even claim that friggin' title. Nope. He does not, and I just—I really feel like it's only a matter of time. He thinks Maine is a white-only state, and it really disappoints me when you research him in all these nationwide articles, because the first thing they say about Maine is, we are the whitest state in the country. Well, okay. What's that got to do first with off, it? First off, what does that got to do with it? And second off, it's not for lack of... Of being unwelcoming, of trying. I mean, if you want to read the news and actually go in deeper, we're accepting refugees all the time. We're housing people all the time. We're trying to help people in our state. It's not like every time someone brings somebody in, we're chasing them out with pitchforks. People work incredibly hard for each other. And it's incredibly disappointing that he's bringing this into our state because no, that's he's, not he, what means no He's taking for. advantage of a number that's... That, that's just a that's, statistic. It's just a statistic it doesn't that show ex- who these that, people that, are. That exists because up until recent history, people do don't migrate or you know flock to Maine. It's cold. It's cold, unforgiving state, and you have to. So him promoting all these this bullshit all over the place. 
I mean, the, the, the fact of the, the matter is that minorities in Maine is increasing every year. Yeah, and you're welcome here. And we are, I would like to think when anyone in general gets here, you will be met with nothing but good neighbors, kindness. It's one of the few places where my kids can go to a fair without me following them. Yeah. I mean... Well, up until recently. Right, up until recently in my community. But it's a, it's a huge disappointment having this kind of negativity brought into such a beautiful place. So, uh, I believe that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, I think we're going to get a little bit uh, further into history in our next episode about the history of World War II of Maine... And the actual Nazis. Yes. You know, the ones that we eradicated. The ones that uh, went on the coast of Maine and some Boy Scouts actually turned into the FBI. Yep. We got some cool stories in Maine. Yes, we do. Don't worry. If there's Nazis, we'll make sure they're gone. (laughs) And that is strange shenanigans for you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you're not as riled up. Or maybe I do hope you're riled up. If you're in Maine, get riled up. But you can find us on Twitter at The Strange Show and on Instagram under Strange Shenanigans Podcast. Also find us on TikTok under Strange Shenanigans. And those are our three main platforms. We're trying to be out there more, but technology takes a lot of time and those three are just easier. Stay weird, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>